0: Welcome to Raised on It. 10 years in the book. Let's talk about this past decade, Emily, huh?
1: Let's do it. I can't even remember what I was doing yesterday, let alone what music I liked.
0: So the weird 10 th- years ago. Right. And like the weird thing for me is shows my age. 2010 is the year I graduated high school. And yeah, you're old. Old. <clears throat> yeah, so old. Thanks. And yep. So, like, looking back on some of these songs and albums and all that, like, from 2010, it's just crazy, like, how much you can really fit in a 10-year period. It's like, blows my mind how many songs an artist can have and, yeah.
1: Yes. Like, there are some songs that I thought were fairly recent, and I looked and they were, like, 2016 or 2015. And I guess it doesn't seem like a long time ago, but it's still like a few years. It's substantial.
0: Yeah. And you, like you said, if you only look like three years ago, those songs do seem old, even though <laughs> it's it's stuff like Luke Combs has only been around for three years, right. but it seems like it's been around forever. Um, because
1: we're in such like a digital age where, you can get on to the next song before it's even released to country radio. At least that's like me. I'm already sick of a song by the time it comes to radio. Cause I've like replayed it to death on Spotify.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. They, the artist released the song and it doesn't get sent to radio until weeks or months later. And by the time mm-hmm. it starts getting active airplay, you're already, I mean, that's probably like three months in the past. I'm over it. Yeah. 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 So, and I'm curious, maybe, it, maybe it'll change, but I think it's going to be kind of a similar pattern going into the next decade. But in any situation, let's go year by year and um, just talk about the songs, the events, the albums, whatever you want to talk about. So we honestly, <laughs> we didn't coordinate anything. Uh, no. <laughs> so this could be very entertaining.
1: I'll start it off entertaining. Okay, because you know it's been a long time because I was looking back at like 2010 some of my favorite songs and one of my favorite songs here in last, it was Mine by Taylor Swift
0: oh really
1: yeah wow. remember I loved that song and one of my friends was like it just sounds like all of her other songs I'm like yeah but it's really catchy <laughs> yeah
0: that was probably one of her biggest country sounding songs right
1: Maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was very I don't know. I don't know why I
0: liked it so much, and I still do. So, just reading through a list, obviously to be quite candid, I was looking through Wikipedia. They do a pretty good job recapping the biggest songs of each year in country music. I think they list songs any song that hit top 20. So, some that stood out to me and I'll let you react and, you know, give me some other ones that you have. Free by Zac Brown Band, Highway 20 Ride by Zac Brown Band, Miranda Lambert singing The House That Built Me, If I Die Young by the band Perry, Rain Is A Good Thing, Luke Bryan, Why Don't We Just Dance, Josh Turner, and Need You Now by Lady Antebellum, uh, which became a huge crossover hit in that year. So what are any of those songs jumping out to you, or what were the songs on your playlist so you can remember?
1: was it was Miranda's house that built me I forget if it was like Rolling Stone or Billboard that kind of crowned that the song of the decade for like country music
0: I think that's a fair argument
1: I do too that was I mean it's a that's a good that's a good country song but I think yeah you hit Need You Now was crazy like it blew up and yeah Good song, I like it. it. Had the pop music crossover. Um, I liked, I liked. Well, it's 2010, so that that year for Christmas or something is that when we like bought our Kenny Chesney tickets for the next year. But I was really into um, "Somewhere with You." I really liked that song.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that is the the Christmas we got Kenny Chesney tickets.
1: Yes. I think that actually uh, just came up in my my memories that we were going to go. So anyways, 2010 was fun. I got to go to concerts without spending my own money. <laughs>
0: and now that's all you spend your money on.
1: And now that's all I spend my money on. Oh, well.
0: So looking at 2010, a few highlights. Got three for you here. Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher got married in 2010. no. And the same year, Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert got engaged. Which, whoa,
1: hmm.
0: wild! Yeah, they make a return in a in a few years. Let me tell you. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, what? And then the last highlight I have for 2010 is Taylor Swift becomes the youngest country artist, and honestly, the overall artist in history to win Grammy for Album of the Year. So that was uh,
1: speak now. Was
0: that it? Or I thought it was fearless. Fearless. Um, but that just goes to show you, I mean, that's uh, 10 years ago. She was at the peak of, you know, her country career. And obviously in the, in the coming years, she continued to, you know, put out great music. Uh, she started to go more towards the, the pop sounding and then she just made the full, full blown switch to pop. So, I, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because, you know, maybe the the few years before 2010, Taylor Swift was, you know, the big name and then a couple of years in this decade. But I don't think there's a, a decade where it's truly like that was Taylor Swift's decade um, as far as yeah, country music. Yeah, you
1: count like, mm, she, had, she had a good run from like, oh, six to like 2012. So she gets like a half a decade, kind of. Yeah. That's fine. I think we've talked about her enough on this. Um <laughs> any other highlights?
0: <laughs> no, that that's a bit that's it for highlights. Um
1: I think one of the biggest albums that came out in twenty ten was um My Kind of Party, Jason aldean
0: Ooh, yes.
1: That's a great album, like Tattoo's on this town, and all those songs. Um Kenny Chesney's Hemingway Whiskey came out. I mean, you just kind of looked through and like um, Keith Urban had one, Darius Rucker, Lady A, Zach Brown, Taylor Swift, Little Big Town, like all of these, there's just so many albums and I just forget about like All About Tonight, Blake Shelton.
0: Yeah, well, if you I also look realize
1: at it, like Blake and Miranda, like. Whether they're together or not They crank out like a new album
0: every year It's kind of crazy Right, and if you look at the last 10 years If artists are creating a new album every 2 years Or if they're being really quick every 18 months You're looking at A, yeah. a, a good 5 to 7 albums And that's it's just crazy And that's only 10 years And you add another decade Some of these guys um, right? It's, it's, it's pretty crazy the, the longevity thing I'll talk to you, I'll, I'll touch on a bit later But yeah it, the decade got off to a good start with 2010, but, um, yeah. So
1: it got better though. I think 2011 was better.
0: I think so too. There are definitely, I think there was a period where it. I don't want to say it got weird, but it was definitely like, I, I think there's a shift. I think there's two different shifts in this decade. And I think we're about I'll to
1: already, I'll say it when we get there again. But like 2015 was the worst year of the decade. Interesting. Music-wise. That's my, uh, I would say it's my opinion, but it's just the fact. Um, anywho, in 2011, the <laughs> reason it's so great, you know what song 2011 gave us?
0: 2011 gave us Barefoot Blue Jean Night by Jake Owen.
1: It, it did, yes. Uh huh.
0: Country Girl, Shake It For Me?
1: It did that too, but it did give us Red Solo Cup. And I just think that's fantastic.
0: Ah, yes. One of the more random songs in country music, but...
1: (laughs) So good. I love it because there's Toby Keith who wrote it, the band who played it, the producers who said yeah, and then country radio who played it. I just can't get over it.
0: I think he needs to put out a sequel to Red Solo Cup. I don't know what it's called, but
1: what other object could he, cause that was the whole thing. Someone like dared him that you can't write a song about anything. And he said, well, sure. And I said, well, write a song about a red solo cup. And he did.
0: I'm sure he could find something. I mean, if, if I he can, so. if he can do it for red solo cup, I'm sure he can find uh he would sure hope so. Yeah. I know this, this was a, a good year. I, I liked a lot of the duets, um, you know, two that stood out to me were, don't You Want to Stay by Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson. Yes. And then Remind Me by Carrie and Brad. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. So, and I think this was... I mean, not that there weren't duets prior, but I think you started to see a lot more collaborations this decade, which I really love. Um, when, right. Especially when a male artist works with a female artist and you kind of get those harmonies going together. That's just a great sound in my mind.
1: Yeah. And then, obviously, this is, I think... I think 2011 was kind of the 2011-2012 where you get into, like, the Eric Church, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean kind of being at the forefront of things. Yes. So, like, just just think of, like, the records that came out in this year. So, Miranda Lambert's for the record. Eric Church Chief, which I'm pretty sure won CMA um, Album of the Year. It did. Yep. Lady A had an album. Brad Paisley, Blake Shelton. Uh, Luke Bryan had his, like, tailgates and tan lines, which was huge for him. Hunter Hayes' album, Scotty McCurry, just won American Idol. So well, Lauren took second, but they both had albums. Um, Justin Moore. You mentioned Jake Owen. Did you see, like, Jake Owen's um, Barefoot Blue tea Night was, like, was that most played on radio? In
0: 2011 or the whole decade?
1: The whole decade. Did you see that on his Insta?
0: yeah oh that's right i did see that yeah that makes it's i mean it's one of those songs that in that year obviously it was a smash probably was the number one song of the entire year or it's a little bit of that and it's such a good summer song that radio stations play it from may through september and so let's, let's say the song it did come out in what 2011 it had another yeah. eight years left to play right. for four months every summer every year um that's, that's like an all that's like an all-timer. That's probably made him
1: Oh yeah, a He very retire off that song.
0: Yeah. Um, other highlights of 2011, you already mentioned it. Scotty McCreary wins American Idol, Blake and Miranda get married, and you thought you were done with Taylor Swift, but you're not because in 2011 Taylor Swift wins Entertainer of the Year at the CMAs and ACMs. And
1: she won both?
0: She did. What the
1: frick <laughs> And Carrie doesn't have A CMA entertainer of the year Riddle me that one
0: Oh I can I can, I can riddle it You don't you don't want to hear no. it though I'll
1: just I'll just I'm done I'm over it It's fine Go on
0: uh, Anything else in 2011?
1: Not that I can think of Well that was the year We did go to the Kenny Chesney concert Which was probably The best concert of all time
0: Debatable Um <laughs> Could be. 2012, we are introduced to "Baby You're a Song" by Florida Georgia Line. Cruise, <laughs> actual title, but that opening hook is just yes, it's such it's so identifiable. It was so different at the time. I you want to hear a funny story? So college. this would have been my junior year of college or sophomore yes, year going to junior. Was my freshman, yeah. So this song came out. All my roommates, who weren't like huge country fans, they were playing this. And I honestly, the first week or two, I hated the song. What? I thought it was a gimmick. You
1: do that a lot. You like their songs. You're like, I just don't like it. And then <laughs> give it a little bit, and you're
0: on board. Yeah, that's true. Very true. And I just remember like the sound of it. I'm like, these are just – I think my initial reaction was – these are two random guys that I don't know if they're really country, but they're putting out this weird, different sounding (laughs) song. And before you know it, like you're singing along to it, you're playing it over and over and over again. And, Uh you know, you talked about barefoot blue Jean night being the most played song of the decade. You couldn't make the point that cruise is one of the most identifiable ones of the decade. When you think of the 2010s, I agree. And I think, I don't know about you,
1: but I kind of, like certain parts of your life you identify like a song with and I remember first hearing cruise in one of like my roommate's cars and we were freshmen in college and the song came on and I was like I thought I knew who like I thought I knew country music I thought I knew up and comers <laughs> but I had no idea like what the song was and nobody else knew who sang it we just liked the song and that's all we played and then like their album came out I think I think that year it came out, too. But we were just, like, obsessed with
0: FGL ever since. Yeah. And looking at some of the other ones, so Luke Bryan had three massive hits this year. He had Drunk On You, I Don't Want This Night to End, and Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye, Smashes. Um, We were introduced to Dustin Lynch with Cowboys and Angels. So Ah. that's the Dustin Lynch start. And... I would say another song that should be mentioned as far as like the songs of the decade, Springsteen, Eric church. Thank you. Yep. You can make the argument. That might be the song of of this year for sure. So,
1: yeah, I, I was going to say that was, that was the one that kind of brought to mind. And I remember the CMAs for 2012, it was the year they opened with, um, Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan and Eric church. And they sang that song. The only way I know Oh yeah, and that was just like a memorable song too. Um, also, we hear a little bit of uh, up-and-comer Thomas Rhett, "Beer with Jesus."
0: Okay, yeah, I think I have him the next year. Oh really? Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe it was like late 2012.
0: Anyways. Oh yeah, that song was 2012. But the next year, we get his really.
1: Oh yeah, huge introduction. But then. Um, Carrie's album Blown Away which is so good and then we get some Kit Moore his first album comes out up all night it would just take me wow, like that seven was, years to really <laughs> appreciate him
0: that was his first album yeah dang
1: yeah isn't that crazy I don't he yeah, was on some interview and he was talking... I'm going to get sidetracked slightly, but it's Kit Moore. Um, what is that song? Uh, his first one.
0: Something about something a truck? Something
1: about a truck. Yeah. He said he was, like, writing all day, and then they kind of just wrote that song as a joke. Just something kind of, like, stupid to throw together.
0: Like Red Solo Cup?
1: Right, essentially. Because, I mean, Kit Moore isn't a bro country, guys. You know, but that song kind of made it seem like he was and he like yeah if you listen to that whole album some truck does not fit with the rest of it (laughs) so I think that's kind of interesting
0: but it was the it was the song that got him played on radio and
1: um, yeah it got him the commercial success so that's kind of yeah 2012
0: let's see here some of the highlights of 2012 George Strait announces plans for a farewell tour called the cowboy rides away, which would be in 2013 and 2014, and I would argue he's he held true to that. I mean, he does a show or two here or there, maybe a short Vegas run, but
1: mm-hmm. he really
0: hasn't done much touring since. And then we had some
1: good Christmas albums this year. I just like was looking and saw them. Really? Hmm. Yeah, Scotty McCreery and Lady A. Which one's better?
0: Oh, wait, this was Lady A's Christmas album year? So good. That is an all-time Christmas album.
1: I agree. Yes.
0: Like, it's... it. Okay. I will... I'll die on this hill that it is just as good as any of the classics that we hear. Like, if you would swap it out, you'd be like, Oh, this is a great rendition of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: That was a good, good little reminder. Thanks, Emily.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You're, no problem. Go on. <laughs>
0: And the other highlight I have is in 2012, which would be a a clue for what would be to come, is Billboard changes its hot country songs from only airplay to one that also reflects music downloads. So we're not in the streaming, but it's you know two thousand twelve you know iTunes has been around for a while, and they finally decide to start counting those downloads to chart success, which. It's pretty interesting And um, You know Like I said A sign of things to come
1: Do you remember When they changed Like songs on iTunes From being 99 cents To $1.29
0: It just blows my mind That they just Yeah That was not An insignificant Change
1: No You get like A $15 gift card You're like Okay I can buy like Nine songs Instead of Fifteen And I Couldn't buy a whole album
0: Yeah, and part of me thinks that something like that almost accelerated the streaming. You know, I'm I'm sure it was being worked on already, Um, but the fact that, let's say someone would give you a a $10 iTunes gift card, you're like, sweet, I get 10 songs. Now Mm -hmm. it's like, well, actually you get like seven or eight. And that adds up. Right, and
1: then you listen to the song, like, most people you're obsessed with that for like 2 months and you forget about it whereas now you can pay like what like $70 for the year for Spotify or something and you get all the songs
0: which remind me cuz I think I'm still paying by the month which is not cool right <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
1: like 11.99 a month or something
0: yeah so crazy then we move into 2013 and we get some newcomers that would um, that would definitely be around still today. That you know really became big stars. Uh, Dan and Shay's "19 You and Me" came out this year.
1: Aww. Thomas
0: Rhett released "It Goes Like This." Uh, let's See what else we got here. He's not necessarily he was a, a country newcomer, but um, Darius Rucker's "Wagon Wheel" was I would say one of the biggest songs this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Some other ones Blake Shelton's Boys Around Here Luke Had Plenty um, Crash My Party um, That's My Kind of Night Which is like
1: The biggest Album of the decade right Is that what he won? Yes The best album of the decade
0: I think so And I think That might be a Trivia question Coming as well
1: Oh shoot There's trivia
0: Nope Not trivia uh, okay. In 2017, Luke Bryan breaks some records. It's, it's pretty nuts, but yeah, he—I mean, he's consistently this entire decade been the guy. Um, yes. And yeah, look we'll at that to, get to that later too. But okay. uh, what other songs were sticking out to you this year in 2013?
1: Well, 2013 was also the year like Casey Musgraves released her album "Same Trailer, Different Park." Which I think at the time I was like, I don't really like the song, it's very depressing and like what who who is this chick? But it was very like influential for country music. And um, and Brett Eldridge releases his album which had songs like uh, Don't Ya, Beat of the Music, Mean mm-hmm. to Me, Raymond. So yeah. Some new uh,
0: some new voices. Yeah, I think this, you know, 2013 and the, and the year prior, it's like a lot of these new artists that we didn't hear of became the mainstays of the rest right. of the decade. Um, some highlights for 2013. So Florida Georgia Lions Cruise was released in 2012, but in 2013, it spent 22 weeks at number one, thus... Birdling the term bro country Which
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think I think is a, I think the term bro country Was and still to a little A little degree is overused um, I think it was a very I
1: think it's Go
0: ahead I think it was a very short time period That these bro country type of songs Were being released And I think there were only a few artists that could truly pull it off. And they were just a a ton of copycat songs and artists that it just didn't come across as authentic, like an FGL or Sam Hunt. So, um,
1: you say Sam Hunt's bro country.
0: No, no, I disagree. Okay. I I don't agree, (laughs) but I, but here's the thing. Like, I, I think he gets grouped in with the rest of them.
1: Yeah. Right. I just, I always found bro country really ironic because country music country music men have always always been singing about a girl in a truck or on a tractor or something along those lines for as long as like country music's been around so I just thought it was really ironic that people were like shaming Luke and Jason and FGL for the songs they were singing
0: yeah because I mean honestly if you listen to like Luke's newest song, some of Jason L. Dean's songs on his album. I don't know what's that different from this time
1: period. Right. No, I don't I, Yeah.
0: I mean, if, it's not. if Kenny Chesney were to like re release She Thinks My Tractor Sexy right now, I think people's heads <laughs> would explode.
1: There's a lot of songs. Yeah, like that. I agree. But no, I just, it's, it's good, fun music. Music doesn't always have to be. Okay, I don't want to say, like, meaningful, but it doesn't have nice to be so deep and, like, agonizing. You can just enjoy a song because it's a fun song and it's catchy. It doesn't have to inspire or, you know, give you all the feels. It just...
0: It can just be catchy. Feel. Something you'd roll the windows <laughs> down and jam to.
1: Yes, that's all I'm looking for in a song. But anyways, so, that was all... is that 2013?
0: Yeah. So there were two other highlights, um, two that are both pretty sad. Uh, George Jones died in 2013 and then Randy Travis suffered his stroke. So, um, bit of a bummer in 2013 and, you know, he really hasn't, you know, recovered since, but, um, yeah, so that was 2013.
1: So, um, one of my favorite songs of 2013 was David Nail, whatever she's got. I just remember playing that song. I think I bought it on iTunes. I would play that song so often. It was ridiculous. Really? Yes. I love this. I still do. And so like when I was doing this, I'm like, Oh, I should add this to my random songs playlist. And yeah. And, and, Oh yeah. Daniel Bradbury and Cassidy Pope both came out with like their first albums this year. Really? Yep. And
0: so that, wait, that was 2013. That's some yeah. Six, seven years ago. And it's, I'm still surprised that they. I mean, they've had some some pretty solid success, but nothing to the to the level that I'm I'm hoping they get to someday.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I think I think a lot of it's once they if it once when they're on the voice or they're on idol and then they win or whatever they get a a deal through the show, and I feel like sometimes the people there want to lead them in the direction they think is best but maybe isn't what the artist wants to do or wants to be so i think like a lot of times once they leave that label and go out with whoever they want i think like that's what lauren elena just did i think her contract expired with idol or something Yep. and now she's making music she wants i think because that daniel you know uh Hmm. that just happened now she's with like fgl so i think maybe that's part of it they just get stuck. It happened
0: with Scotty and too. So I just don't know. Yeah, I think you're identifying a, a good pattern there. That it's it's something's coming from that. That's the the connection and the momentum coming off of winning an award show, not award show, a, a TV competi- competition, competition, yeah, or placing high. Like there's that link from end of the show to starting career, releasing music, touring. There's something there's something wrong with that, and I know I know Blake Sheldon has talked about that in the past that he he realizes really? that yeah he's I mean quite candidly he's won The Voice how many times and mm-hmm. you know it's oftentimes it's been a country singer and it's they can't get those artists over the hump right um, which is a little disappointing because I, I think the show is great it's a it's a great concept but. Continue that on um
1: right what's the point of it if nothing comes of it yeah i just had like a tweet from three years ago saying i'm so excited to see sundance win all the awards at like country music award shows because he had just <laughs> won the voice and like he's he's making music there's albums but you don't hear him on the radio you don't people don't know who he is mm-hmm.
0: no yeah, Anyways, it's just like a plug, <laughs> yeah, a plug not to watch those shows, but yes, anyhow, um, moving ahead to 2014, I think Miranda Lambert has another potential song of the decade with Automatic. I think was just oh, a huge, huge, huge my song, my favorite,
1: for her. my favorite Miranda song of all time, really Uh uh-huh
0: learning so much about my
1: sister i went through a phase of like not really liking miranda and then this song came i was like oh this is so good and then i kind of went back to not really liking her music but now i'm back to liking her this year in case anybody really cares
0: so 2020 is up in the air
1: it really is yeah i think she's fine for 2020 because i like all her songs on this album so we'll see the next round what happens (laughs)
0: All right, fair enough uh, Little Big Town dropped Day Drinking um, You mentioned earlier Brett Eldridge had released his album in 2013 But then he had some big songs With Beat of the Music And I want to say uh, What was his other one This decade, or this year um, Mean to Me, I think Might have been the next year But um, Kenny Chesney's American Kids That was a huge so one good. yeah One of my favorites, Thomas Rhett's Get Me Some of That.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, also, Girl in a Country Song, Maddie and Tay, made like the biggest splash and introduction into country music that I think the decade's ever had.
0: And maybe, honestly, just thinking this now, that might have been the point that bro country got like a really bad name and people started saying let's stop making that let's stop making that type of music i don't know because when you look at when you look at the rest of the songs you know maybe a little bit in 2015 but going forward it's like yeah bro country kind of fizzles out around this time
1: yeah and also so we were talking about how i don't know a certain song or certain artist like sticks with you and 2014 there's like two acts i guess that did it it was Dan and mm, Yeah. they released their album which I also wrote a paper about and got an a on so like <laughs> I it's my like my goal in the next decade is to like meet and greet Dan and Shay and have them sign that paper
0: oh my god um,
1: no it's it's real I still have it <laughs> so I, five I'm, years
0: I'm equally torn between it. I don't know if I want to be there or not but um, I think I'm leaning towards being there and just
1: yeah, no, it was it was like an honors class too, and you had to critique a subject of music. And I was like, "Well, I like this new duo; they sound kind of cool." And like, because my class, like, hmm, I think I'm gonna go check them out. So, anyways, that's my. Well, that was one of the best uh, college papers I ever wrote, and uh, Dan Shay, and then Sam Hunt. I remember hearing uh, "Leave the Night On." I heard it for the first time in my car driving home from work. And I'm like, who is this? It was amazing. And I, they didn't say who it was. So I just had to keep waiting for the next time I heard it on the radio. The struggles.
0: Yeah. And I'm, but I'm sure it wasn't long because that was a song that was played quite a bit that year. Yeah. Um, this is how we roll by FGL and Luke Bryan.
1: Oh, so good. <laughs> and then they would do like the, the remake later on with belly. Right. That was that song.
0: Yeah, so I mean, Luke had that one. He had played again, drink a beer. I mean, he's just absolutely killing it. Um, which
1: he had like eighteen consecutive number ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. At one
1: point, which is ridiculous.
0: Um, Twenty fourteen. Some of the other highlights. You know, I just keep coming back to her, but this is this is the year that Taylor Swift. Officially left Country Music the summer of 2014. She released her pop album 1989, which is like my all-time favorite album. Um, but then oh. you know that signified she was done with country, and you know, there there was a there was definitely <laughs> just be nice. Heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there was definitely a void when she left Country Music that I don't think it was that long after that we started seeing some of these these newer artists that we'll get to in a little bit here. Um, the likes of Marin and Kelsey started making their um, footprint on country music. Carrie Underwood announces she's pregnant and Aww. Garth Brooks announces he's going to return and start touring again.
1: Oh, oh yeah, because he came out with like Man Against Machine this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, some other albums that came out: Cole Swindell's like self-titled album had like "Chillin' It" on it, great song. Chase Rice released "Ignite the Night." Anything Goes, for George Line, which is a really good album. And John Party had his first album as well.
0: Interesting. Was yeah. With John Party's album, was there any like big hits on his debut album that that would? There has to be right I'm trying to think Yeah
1: What I Can't Put Down Up All Night Missing You Crazy
0: Up All Night Yep
1: I think those are the three That were released Missing You Crazy Is so good But yeah He came out Guns Blazing I feel Jason Aldean Had an album Um What do you have like Burning It Down Oh yeah Uh not many other good ones on there. I don't know any of these. Hmm. Just getting started. Was that a single? I don't know. I think
0: so. Yeah.
1: See, sometimes they release too much music. I can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They released four or five songs off an album and they released an album. you know what was a good album
1: this year? Maybe you don't think so. Uh, but Brantley Gilbert had an album just as I am. And, uh, he had Was that
0: like 17 again on it?
1: Yes. Yeah that was a really yes. good album Yes And that was us My baby's guns and roses <sighs> One hell of an amen Small town throw down Let it ride Like that's an album that has songs that should have been released
0: Totally agree Like Yeah So th- good Those are still songs I listen to just like randomly I'd be like you know Yeah what? I need to add them too. I need to add them into my rotation It just Yep It is
1: Other ones we can, I mean, Eric Church had The Outsiders, which was not my favorite album. It's very like rock. Um, it was good. And Dirk Bentley had his album Riser, and Lady A had 747.
0: Oh, lady! I'm not, I'm trying to think of the songs on that one. There's
1: well, let me tell you here, Long Stretch of Love. They did that one. uh, Oh, you know what's a she is never got released. That's a good song. Damn you seventeen was that? Oh. Sounded good at the time, no? Freestyle, I think that was. I was listening to that podcast with Dave Haywood. hmm And how he said afterward after like the giant success that Need You Now was, they had like American Honey and they had some like big songs afterwards. But they kinda like lost their way. Like they were just making music. To make music, and they kept trying to get that high that they had, and I, I hate to say, it, like you can see it, but 747's is not a great album.
0: No, that's what I was thinking. It like the song, t- the title of the album alone like doesn't. There's nothing right. that you know inspires you to listen listen to it really. Or it's it's not memorable. You don't hear Seven Forty Seven say, "Oh, that was Lady Antebellum's really good album." Mm-hmm. Um, right, but yeah, and I think they're definitely one that I think there is this gap towards the, the middle of the decade here where they kind of briefly lost themselves, but then they, they just, I think they just realized who they were and they're, I think yeah. they're, they're totally comfortable in their own skin and doing what they do, which is, it's great.
1: Yes. Okay. Your, favor- 2015.
0: <laughs> your, 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 your least favorite year. I can't wait to hear this.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll take it back. I think, I think the singles that were released this year aren't the best. I'm looking at the album's released, and I like a lot of them. But that's besides the point. So I think the songs that I like of this year, House Party, mm-hmm. because I had a house in college, and it felt like, yeah, i are going to have a house party. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. Dying Happy Man was a good song, and then it got like... I don't want to say overplayed but everybody and their mother liked it and i kind of was like it was so good when just like i knew about the song um
0: i think do you think can- that's do you think that's one of the songs top songs of the decade when you look back
1: well the second half of the decade sure okay i don't think it's the whole maybe yeah well i guess it'd be the top 10 um Carrie came back with Smoke Break, which like she hadn't had new music in a while, and then she also had her uh, album Storyteller, which is really good. And um, I really like John Cougar, John Deere, John Three Sixteen yep. from Keith Urban, and then Kelsey Ballerini. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you tweeted about this, but I was in I was in Spain, and I w- I found Kelsey Ballerini like i had nothing else to do at the moment it's like oh she's really good i like her like ep with like her five or six songs i think i sent it to you i'm like do you know who this is do you remember this or am this, i just this is this is off? no
0: this is definitely like brushing the cobwebs off here yeah did i did, was i already listening to her
1: I remember, like, a tweet, and you, like, tagged me saying, my sister always knows what's going on with country music, which I think is so ironic because now you know more. But I just thought, oh, I'm so proud of myself.
0: That's, I mean, yeah, that's 2015, her debut single, and it went number one. Um, Yeah, that's the start of the Kelsey Ballerini era, and that's, it seems like she's been around for a while, but really she hasn't been around too terribly long I was going
1: to say it seems like less time Like it's been five years
0: Yes Like it Right Like you, you, you're saying like It seems like she's been around for the entire decade
1: No I was going to say it feels like she's been around for like two years Oh really Yeah I just don't Feel like it's been five years already right, that she's been Because I feel like people still think of her as like A new Artist do you think that uh, like, like, people put in like, Oh, there's Carrie and Miranda and then there's Marin and Kelsey. And like, they have both been around now for like five years. You know, and I, when Carrie had been around for five years. She was winning, you know, female vocals, all these awards.
0: I, yeah, I, I, self selfishly just myself. I don't, I don't think so. Cause I think she's, I think she's a star right now. And I think she's, she definitely, I think the next decade she's gonna to get to Carrie's level. But yes. um I look at someone like her and someone like Dan and Shay, I think are on a similar trajectory is when they started. You and I were both big fans of both of them. They had some early okay. success, but it took a while until like the the mass country music audience really supported them and they really had just these massive songs. Um I mean 19 you and me, I don't even think it went to number one. It, but no, that, but, it didn't, but that's nothing.
1: You, nothing like you was their first number
0: one. Yeah. So, and you know, you look at some of their big moments. I mean, Dan and Shay, the last year or two have just been killing it and same with Kelsey. Right. And I think, I think 2020 and 2021, she's going to be just completely <laughs> dominating, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird. Like we're looking back on these years that it's like, Oh, that's when she released. And yeah. Yeah. Um, Girl Crush, Little Big Town was also released this year, I believe. Um, that's
1: crazy too. I thought that was a more recent song.
0: Time flies when you're having fun. Um, <laughs>
1: that's it. Yep.
0: Raise Him Up, Keith Urban and Eric Church. Oh, that's so good. Um, Sangria, Blake Shelton. He's definitely. Oh, wow. I like that song. Okay, well, then he didn't release it this year. Well, that's probably why you don't like this year.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny? I can look back now in 2019, and the best album of 2015 is Kit Moore, Wild Ones. It's honestly the best album of ever. So good.
0: Uh, Real quickly. But it was
1: not appreciated in its time, at least by
0: yours truly. So it makes me wonder which album released this year you're going to appreciate in like five years i can't wait um
1: which, well, no. which album did i like this year hmm.
0: you weren't a huge oh, fan of I... you weren't a huge fan of the thomas Red album were you
1: Nah, the second half was all right anyways and we're jumping ahead
0: yeah uh one other one was talladega eric church <sighs> the best eric church song Ooh, debatable
1: well, yes. On his album, Mr. Misunderstood,
0: which is a great album. I think he won Album of the Year for that one, too. I think you're right. He's won he's won that twice, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, some other highlights of 2015. So, Carrie Underwood had Isaiah. We had, um, we mentioned Kelsey. Um, she became the first female artist to send her debut single to number one since Carrie Underwood did it in 2006. So that's, that's been a big deal. Uh, girl crush explodes. You know what else explodes? Oh boy! Blake and Miranda's marriage. They oh no! <gasps> yes.
1: Twenty fifteen,
0: they announced their divorce, and also in Where were
1: you when you found
0: out? Twenty fifteen. Let's see here. It wasn't my first job, so I was probably in my own apartment probably burning scrambled eggs or something like that.
1: Interesting. Um, I was in the break room
0: at Festy. Oh, really? That's
1: very sad.
0: I mean, that's I mean they they were together for a while before they got married, but I think they're only married right. two or 3 years. Yeah. And then uh, the last one in 2015, the 50th anniversary of the ACM Awards um moved from Vegas and it was held in Dallas at AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys play i remember that was a pretty oh. big deal i mean the 50th anniversary they had a record crowd i mean you can fit i mean what 80 90,000, yeah. hundred thousand in there
1: so i don't remember that like
0: oh yeah and maybe that's why 2015 is kind of an odd year for i mean blake and miranda get divorced the acms aren't in vegas they're doing something different there's it's just it's just different
1: You know what albums we got that year besides the food that we talked about? Old Dominion had their album Meat and Candy, which gave us um, Snapback. Oh, yeah. Break Up with Him. And my personal favorite song for another time. It's probably still one of my favorite Old Dominion songs. Thomas Rhett Tangled Up, that album. Mm, Yeah. Oh, that's. I like that album. It has. Um, t-shirt Die Happy Man Playing With Fire With Jordan Sparks So good Crash and Burn when I was looking at songs Someone listed Crash and Burn As the best song of the year For 2015 And I just think that's so funny huh. Like it beat Die Happy Man <laughs> just like some, I don't know Everyone's taste in music is different But that was just very funny Hmm
0: I do remember that album because I th- I think that was... You can kind of look at that album as a turning point for Thomas Rhett, too. I mean, Die a Die Happy Man was the smash. I mean, Crash and Burn was big, T-shirt. And it was like he was consistently getting those top, top hits and really starting right. to, to move himself from he's a new artist to, okay, he's an established, he he's a legit, you know, on his way to stardom. Uh, right. Yeah.
1: Also, we should probably mention... Traveler by Chris
0: Ableton came out this year. Yes, this Which was maybe
1: another reason why I don't like this year.
0: That would make sense. Know. Yeah, there's there's definitely a period where all of a sudden, so with Chris Stapleton, it's not a, a gradual thing. It was literally award show. He cleaned up on, and everyone's like, "Who is this guy?" And all of a sudden, he was snap of a yeah. finger. He was big overnight, and everyone knew he was who he
1: performing was. with like Justin Timberlake at the CMAs. I'm like who is this guy and why is Justin Timberlake on the stage? Like I was so confused and then he kept winning everything. And I was so angry, so angry as I usually am during award shows. But anyways, I like his voice. That's all I can really,
0: I think at the next award show, I want to put a live cam on you. And just watch like just zoomed in on your face just to see your facial expressions and if there was if there is <laughs> a way to have like a angry o meter just <laughs> not during the performances just whenever an award is announced and i think it's we,
1: not even anger it's just like disappointment and that's worse because that stays with you longer but anyways uh, that's deep is there anything else
0: <laughs> no let's move with the 2016 uh 2016, not that long ago, but when I say some of the songs here, it's like that's some of them seem longer than only f- three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Granger Smith, Back Road Song. Oh, I love Granger. Church Bells, Carrie Underwood. Cam, Burning House. Um, Brett Eldridge, Drunk on Your Love.
1: Best song ever.
0: Dirk wow, Bentley had Different for Girls. Oh, FGL Holy, let's see here. Lowcash made their splash. Put on punch. I know somebody. Um, let's see here. Marin Morris, My Church. Yes. We who else we got here? Um, Church with record year.
1: That's oh, that's
0: a good one too. We had Brett Young, Sleep Without You. Oh yeah, and that is,
1: no. What was his first song? Was
0: it? it? Um, what was it? Left or uh, what was it? Living or um? I was, uh, I, don't
1: know, I was asking you. That's.
0: I thought this was his debut. Maybe not. Maybe. All right. Let me look real I quick. I think
1: without you. Yeah, hey,
0: might be. Let's take a gander here.
1: Sleep without you.
0: Yeah, that was his. That was his debut. Was
1: it?
0: Yep. And then he followed that up with, "In case you didn't know, like I loved you, mercy, here tonight, catch, yada yada." So good. What what
1: what song did
0: you say FGL had? So FGL holy. had holy, and they had may we all with uh, Tim McGraw.
1: Didn't they have Confession this year too, or am I thinking of the wrong year?
0: Um, they might have. Um,
1: that's probably one of my favorite FGL songs. Um, setting the World on Fire, Kenny Chesney and Pink.
0: Phenomenal. A- yeah, Kenny Chesney and Pink. That was a dynamic duo of the decade. Um,
1: yes. Also, um, kind of like collabs. Do you remember this is kind of the year that Lady A took a break? And we got the fantastic song of The Driver with oh, it was Charles God. Kelly, Eric Casley, and Dirk Smiley. Yes. Like, he, that is such a good song.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. side side note here. The other night, and this has happened to me twice now, that I a cool event will show up on Facebook, like a concert or a performance. I'll say I'm going to go to it, like checking on Facebook, like, interested. And for whatever reason, I don't get notified or I forget. And I'm sitting home, (laughs) and then I see it come up on socials. So the other (laughs) night, Cassidy Pope did basically a throwback night of different country songs. She had, like, Lindsay L., I think Raylan was there, uh, a couple others. And Charles Kelly, just by himself, was one of them.
1: Oh. I did see like he was what song did they sing though I remember seeing that like on his insta or something I which think, I was like I don't know this was a thing but cool
0: yeah it was either still a one or um, from this moment on I think that was
1: okay.
0: Her, I think it was that uh, anyhow but yeah that's Ryder is great so good the driver sorry
1: I'm just going to let you roll, but anyways. Um, Yeah, Low Cash, I Love This Life. is one of my favorites. Do you remember, okay, the Grammys this year in 2016? It was Carrie Underwood and Sam Hunt saying Heartbeat.
0: Oh, yes. I do remember that.
1: Still, three years after, and I'm still like, "Why, why can't we get that song recorded and out to radio,
0: and I, and I feel like that's such like an an uh, an overlooked moment or an overlooked song, oh. overlooked opportunity. I, I would the love fact
1: that you can't find like good quality videos of it anywhere is so depressing. <laughs> I would just love so understand.
0: Yeah, I would love nothing more than in this next decade they re-release it with Sam Hunt truly being on it as a equal vocalist. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's. Or any other
1: collab with like Carrie and Sam, I am all for.
0: Yes, hundred percent. So some of the other highlights in 2016, um, Thomas Rhett's "Die a Happy Man" spends a sixth week at number one on Country Airplay. I just keep finding a way to weave her back in. The first artist to do that since Taylor Swift in 20 or in 2007 with our song. That was a good song It was uh, The reason Lady A might have been taking a break Even though Charles Kelly really didn't Is Charles and Cassie welcomed Ward
1: Aww
0: uh, Bit of a random one But ABC cancels Nashville after four seasons But CMT picks it up Aww. Um, Some sad ones Craig Morgan's son Jerry dies Oh um, wow And we know that's significant You know he released yeah. you know, the new song this year Um, let's see here. And then one of the, one of my favorite songs from this decade that just there's, there's a lot of artists on it. It was the forever country. Yes. And like that, it's just one of the, it's a, I think it's truly a timeless country song. I just love how they weaved all these different artists in and it was just, it was just a great moment.
1: And then like, to see Amaze that year, too. They did, like, the opening was so good. They did a tribute to Dolly. Like, it was just, it was awesome.
0: So, yeah, those are, the, those are the main highlights I have from 2016.
1: I think that's all I have, too. I mean, album-wise, you had Marin Morris released Hero, which I think is better than... The album she just put out But that's just me um, Dig Your Roots FGL That's one of my Ooh, favorite albums of theirs I know too Yeah what else And like Keith Urban He's always just a constant Like every two years There's another mm-hmm. It was his Ripcord album So That was like oh, That was John Cougar John Deere. Yeah. I yeah so. I guess that makes sense Wasted Time I like that song break on me wow how many songs are on this album maybe it's the deluxe there's 18 songs holy buckets anyways yeah, 2016 rebounded from 2015
0: yeah so you mentioned Marin Morris released Hero 2017 80s Mercedes my absolute jam that year I know hands down it was (laughs) one of my top plays Um, let's see here Keith Urban's Blue Ain't Your Color. That, I think that really cleaned up with the award show that year. Um, yeah. In, received a lot of nominations. We were introduced to Midland, Drinking Problem. Oh. We were also introduced to Miss Carly Pierce with Every Little Thing.
1: We were.
0: Um, there's just a lot of introductions this year. The biggest, yes. in my opinion... Was uh, no, it's factual. Okay, Luke Combs drops, yeah. hurricane and then follows it up with when it rains, it pours. <laughs> yeah, so uh, side note again, we keep doing these, but whatever. So tonight, uh, Luke Combs is playing at Bridgestone here in Nashville. Oh, really? And I think he's uh, performing tomorrow night too. So the two major country radio stations in town they they called it like Luke Radio, so um like Nash and I Heart Radio, they were on my drive home tonight, it was all Luke Home songs.
1: Really? It was
0: like Luke FM. That's what they were calling it. <laughs> so That's
1: crazy.
0: And I think Bridgestone and a couple other bars are doing like these crazy drink specials and they're naming drinks after Luke, after Nicole, oh after gosh. the songs.
1: It's Oh, cr- I did see that on Twitter. Someone was like, Hey yeah. Nicole and said, Got your drink.
0: It's it's Pretty nuts that 2017, yeah. 2017, right. he releases these songs, and only yeah. two years later, two and a half years later, he's selling out Bridgestone. It's nuts, right? He hasn't stopped since
1: 2017, he really hasn't.
0: No, um, some of the other ones that I like this year Road Less Traveled by Lauren Elena that was our first number one. Um, also, Lauren Elena sang. Uh, vocals with Kane Brown on What Ifs, which was a huge, huge, huge hit this year. Mm-hmm. And Small Town Boy by Dustin Lynch, I think arguably oh. his biggest song to date. Um, we got the FGL. Do you think
1: that one's bigger than Cowboys
0: and Angels? I do, yeah. Oh, huh. huh. right. I see. Um, <laughs> FGL and Bash Boys, God Your Mama and Me. Oh. Yeah. This this was a good year. I it was great. This
1: was the year I saw my like '90s dreams came true. I saw like Backstreet Boys and N.F.L. in concert at Wrigley Field, and and Nelly was there too. But he was whatever. And Chris Lane, Chris Lane opened the show. But yeah, that was the best concert of 2017.
0: Speaking of Nelly, another random story to tell you. Just because we, have, <laughs> I feel like we haven't gone up in a while. They they had some. Last week in Nashville, they had like the NASCAR Award show or something like that. so they closed Broadway down and they had all these race cars in the streets and whatever. And I think, oh what place I think at FGL House, Nelly put on a concert, basically like a club concert from like ten to midnight or something like that. And I'm like, that is just so random in Nashville, <laughs> at Florida Georgia Alliance Bar. During, Nas- during nascar awards week yeah. nelly i mean it's sure. awesome but it was random
1: uh i know i love like just nelly's uh country music career <laughs> you know from like tim mcgraw to like fgl and luke bryan it's just it's really great he's uh he's not afraid to branch out maybe uh Maybe the next decade will bring, like, a Kanye or something into the oh country. Oh, goodness. would be awesome? I would love it. Yeah. Anyways.
0: It would be something, let me tell you. Um,
1: Some other good songs. I think my favorite song of 2017 was Unforgettable by TR. Oh, yes. That one, um, Sam Hunt came back with Body Like a Back Road, which is, I think, his biggest song to date. That was, like, crazy successful for him. Um, Singles You Up, Jordan Davis, All On Me, Devin Dawson. And then, I think it was this year, with like, Faith and Tim. They did their album and, like, started to go on tour again, and they released Speak to a Girl.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: That seems longer ago, (laughs) 2017, kind of.
0: Yeah, we don't have to relive that concert. (laughs) No, it <laughs> no. it was great. Uh another my first one.
1: That hour was great.
0: Yeah. Another one, um Dylan Scott, my girl?
1: Oh yeah. And I'm
0: curious. Yes. I think 2020 he's got to release some some new some new jams, I think. Something. Yeah.
1: yeah. Also meant to be came out this year. Did it? Yeah. And then it just, it's hard to tell because it was on the charts for, like, 20 years afterwards, but. So. And the last one for me, at least, is, of course, the Kit Moore song, More Girls Like You. Like, his probably, like, biggest commercial success he's had in, like, a few years.
0: I feel like your personal artist of the decade is Kit Moore, but I'm not gonna.
1: Oh, you're gonna say that?
0: I'll make my guess in a little bit. Okay. I think it's between Kip and Sam Hunt.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll get
0: there. Um, All
1: right.
0: Speaking of Sam Hunt, so one of the highlights was Body Like a Back Road. It just was a smash. It broke records, spending 34 weeks at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah. Although I believe the next year it was broken by um, Meant to Be by FGL. Yeah. Uh another crazy record is Salute Brian released fast. Another one of my favorite oh, songs by him. I think it's one of his more underrated songs.
1: I agree. It, I was so glad it was released as a single though cuz that was like the only song I liked off that album of his.
0: <laughs> Which is funny you say that because oh. that song that song reached number 1 on country airplay making him the first artist ever To achieve six number ones from the same album.
1: Really? Yeah. What other ones were on that album? What am I missing here?
0: Let me look that up for you.
1: Well, okay. I just... I remember thinking, like, the whole album was kind of like, uh... But then everyone's like, oh, you just love every single song. I'm like, every song? I don't
0: know. All right, here. So we have...
1: I think it was from like his
0: 2015 album, wasn't it? It was. So it was Kill the Lights, which had.
1: Ugh, I hate that song.
0: (laughs) So Kill the Lights had Kick the Dust Up. Not a huge fan of it. Strip It Down. Nope. Nope. Home Alone Tonight with Karen Fairchild. I love love that. I love that one. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day.
1: Oh, that song grew on me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then move, and then fast.
1: Move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right.
0: Doesn't it go M O V E? Right.
1: Gosh, that's a very terrible album. Wow. Is Anyways, it? Yeah. I, I think if you look at like that album compared to his earlier ones. There's like no competition, I feel that's
0: that's not my favorite. Luke Bryant, that's fair. Uh, the two other highlights from 2017 are actually two low lights. Um, Troy, oh. Troy Gentry is killed in a helicopter crash. Oh, and then so that was, I think, September, and then I believe was it October or a couple weeks later was the uh, mass shooting at the route 91 harvest fest That's in right. Las Vegas. So, um, and I know they did some tributes at the CMAs that year and the ACMs the following. So 2017, only two years ago. Um, that was that. Yeah.
1: So that was also the year that TR released his life changes album and he did the whole like three cities in one day.
0: Yeah. Which I don't know why another artist hasn't copied that idea.
1: That's so wild. Unless like,
0: unless they heard from him how like draining of a day it was and it wasn't worth it. But. Maybe,
1: but like I thought it was so cool and it had to be it had to be so cool for him that he was singing songs that were just released like hours earlier and the crowd was singing it back to him.
0: Yeah, I mean our Chicago crowd was good. We definitely we definitely butchered one of the last uh, one of the last lines I remember, but he gave us a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I think it's it was in it was during Unforgettable and it's the it's like a really f a really fast lick where he's like it was either blue jeans or oh, something else. I didn't ruin
1: it. I know oh, it, I'm wasn't not, us. Definitely it was it was the rest
0: of the crowd. Oh yeah. yeah. But heck, when you're in when you're in cub and bear country that'll happen.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: um any other highlights or songs albums stick out to you in twenty
1: seventeen? Um Bradley Gilbert had the ones that like me
0: that oh song, yeah the ones that
1: like me love me i really i like i like that side of brantley i don't like his like dark like rocker where you can't understand what he's saying i like his i don't know kind of i don't know what to call them but i like those songs better so yeah that's probably my other another song um brett young i think i was obsessed with his album back in 2017 it's so good but that's all I got. I
0: don't know
1: what other what other albums. Yeah, yeah.
0: We, That's good. Twenty eighteen is only a year ago, um, and for me, yes. twenty eighteen, I think there are just a ton of new artists that were introduced, the country music community was introduced to. I think a lot of these new artists, they had success or their debut song went to number one. You know, you're talking, I think, 2018. You mentioned Devin Dawson's All On Me released in 2017, but I think it went number one in 2018. You had Jimmy Allen's Best Shot. You had Russell Dickerson's Yours and Blue Tacoma. Um, Mitchell Tenpenny, Drunk Mm -hmm. Me. Just, just a a lot of, lot of new artists that I think um, just kind of. I think that might have been one of the stories of twenty eighteen. But what other songs were sticking out to you in twenty
1: eighteen? So twenty eighteen is the year Emily became a fan of Casey Musgraves. So her album Golden Hour was like I was all about it. Space Cowboy is the best. Um, Also like I was Devin Dawson's album, Jordan Davis's album Home State, Morgan Wallen. I think if I look back on my Spotify like 2018, it's like all Morgan Wallen songs. I but
0: could,
1: then yeah, Jimmy Allen had his own.
0: I'll definitely give you experience. major props. You were definitely way ahead of the curve on Morgan Wallen. You called that he mixed. I think up up down was out and I was yeah. kind of like Eh, really and you're like no you gotta listen to his album it's Yeah, great it's phenomenal his album's it. so good that might have been your and best then, prediction your best call of the decade really ho ho yes
1: dang i alright I didn't know that I probably went to some that would have been but anyways um, but then like late 2018 so I don't know if you still consider it but like Brett Young had his second album "Ticket to LA Mitchell Tenpenny's like first album and like all these songs, are like, yeah, they have like a hit or two on country radio. But then you listen to like ten or twelve more songs, and they're all good. Yes. Even oh, Brothers Osborne's album, Ashley McBride's album, and of course I can't forget about like Carrie, Eric, Dirk Bentley, Kane Brown's album. I mean,
0: it was a really it was a good, good. It was a really good year. year for albums. Yes. Yeah. Um Some of the other ones I know like Jake Owens I was Jack That song yes. was a huge hit Um Obviously Luke Combs One number away And whatever else He released that year And every year To be <laughs> Um Dan and Shay's Tequila Speechless Um I think 2018 is the year Dan and Shay's going look back And be like That was our That was our turning yeah. point Um Yeah It really was Uh Chris Jansen Drunk Girl Um Kenny Chesney was, you know, he's, he was still cranking out songs. He had to get along. Um,
1: yeah, he created that, that album basically for the people of the Caribbean. Yeah. I think that was hurricane Maria. It kind of really hit them hard. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And so he kind of wrote the album. Like he didn't care if it wasn't going to like do well on country radio, but I'm pretty sure get along was like his 30th, number one. So, like, Crazy. Okay. Kenny. <laughs> um, I became a big fan, and probably no one else cares, but, like, Caitlin Smith, she's, like, a really good singer-songwriter, and her second album comes out, like, early next year, but her, her first one, Starlight, came out in 2018, which I was a big fan of.
0: See, and that's, I think she's another another artist that she could take the Casey Musgraves route, where all of a sudden we're like, why, you know, why haven't we why haven't we been listening to her? Why hasn't she been played on radio? And it's like, Oh, there's, she has this album out already. And it's really, all it takes is one, one album. I mean, definitely like a a single can do it, but I think, you know, someone like Casey Musgrave, she's not, she doesn't have radio success, but she has album success. She has success of just being admired by her peers and appreciated. Um, She
1: sells out Bridgestone. I mean, she, She's got the fans, which I don't, I don't know, maybe her songs just aren't made for radio, if that sounds bad. They're meant to be heard, like, on a record player, I feel, like, where you can sit down and actually appreciate it.
0: Fair. And I I do think it it differs by market, too. I think, I remember, you know, in Green Bay, one of the the radio DJs said, listen, like, we we tested, we test, you know, which artists people like to listen to. And. And Charlie Charlie went on the stage. she's like Casey Musgraves does not test well in Northeast Wisconsin. So it was
1: same to the radio, you know. I mean, what's like the age? Was the demographic? You know, I think that's part of it too.
0: So. Totally, yeah. Um, so yeah, 2018. Already mentioned the ACM's return to Vegas following the shooting. Sugarland reunited. They put, oh. they put out an album, and then already mentioned jimmy allen um hit number one with the best shot but uh it became the first he became the first african-american to send a debut single to the top of the country airplay charts so that was pretty cool yeah so huh. it's a pretty cool moment and that brings us to 2019 which is this year but um yeah, let's let's be honest. It's Luke Combs' year. It's Marin Morris' year. Kelsey Carey Church, a lot yeah. of the names that we've been talking about all decade still here. There's some new ones, like we said, Luke and Kelsey. But um, you have Church, you have Blake, Luke, Jason. They're still still on the charts. So, right. Um, yeah. What? When? I know we're still in 2019, but reflecting on the year. You know what's jumping out to you?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, Jillian Jacqueline's probably I, it, the theory I like really looked for music that I liked and not just what everyone else was liking. So I got into like the Jillian Jacqueline and the Kit Moore and um, Devin Dawson and who else? Like Jordan Davis. Those are probably like my biggest Mitchell Tenpenny. I don't know. I just do not listen to a lot of radio or like whatever songs you tell me are the top songs of the year. I could be like, yeah, I've heard of them. I don't know all the words to them, but I could tell you like this obscure song that was on an album that nobody (laughs) knows.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's, I, I, that's the thing that I hope one of the reasons I hope albums don't go away is just because you have that, those moments where you're listening to an album and you're like, this is a great song, and yeah, it's not going to be released to radio, but it's it's good. You connect to it, you relate to it, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe that artist, if they're relatively new, that they don't have a, a full set list, that they're going to sing that song at concert. I know right. that you know. I know it's been the case when we've seen Devin Dawson in concert, or a Carly, or a Brett Young, um, you know, the likes of of those types of artists that you know those songs that yeah, they're not going to be huge hits, but you really do cherish them on the album and you get to hear that, which is, which is pretty. Right.
1: Neat. Yeah. And you just kind of feel like, you know, something everyone else doesn't know. Like,
0: like you're ahead of the curve. Yes. You're yes. a psychic basically.
1: Right. Yeah. Like I could be a music producer. I could predict which songs will do well.
0: Start applying. <laughs> um, some, some of the highlights and lowlights this year, I'll just get the lowlights out of the way. As um, everyone knows, Granger Smith's youngest son, River, dies. Um, that was very sad, and they're still dealing with that. Um, Longtime top 40 host, Bob Kingsley, passed away. Then we get to Old Town Road, I think, is i know we've i think we've argued about this in the past but i i do think that we're gonna look back and be like yeah 2019 like old town road was it was country but it was pop and rap and everything but that was
1: i guarantee i'm gonna forget the song ever existed i guarantee it i like before you even said it i totally forgot about it like i just don't realize that that song exists
0: fair all right all right we'll uh (laughs) I mean, yes, people will not
1: remember the song in 10 years.
0: All right. Well, we'll check back in 10 years.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, And the two other highlights, Casey Musgraves wins all four Grammys that she was nominated for, including the all-genre album of the year for Golden Hour. And she's just been cleaning up at award shows ever since.
1: Yes. Um, I loved, like, after she won that one going on twitter was so funny because everyone's like who is this girl and i'm like <laughs> it's so nice to be on her side and be like happy about the win or i'm not like angry that she won something so that was a good year like the last two years i've been really accepting of her and so that's good
0: it's good one yeah. last highlight i have is uh Kelsey Ballerini inducted into the Grand Ole Opry, and she becomes the youngest member of the Grand Ole Opry at 25. Dang. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Yeah. I know you're 25, and I used to be 25, and I'm like, damn. All right, well, I'll kick it in gear.
1: Let me see what I can do in the next three months here. Two months, I'll shoot. Yeah, well, I'll just be a disappointment. That's fine.
0: Anything Uh Anything else stick out to you for 2019?
1: I mean we did have uh King George come back with an album. That was kinda cool.
0: It was, yeah. Yeah, it's And
1: Trisha, um what is Trisha's song? Every girl in the sound, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's kinda cool. We had all oh, the Brooks and Dunn Reboot album. That was so good.
0: That was good. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen you could you you know, rewind back to nineteen ninety nine. What has really changed? Garth Brooks is touring. Actually, <laughs> he, I think he he retired for a brief moment in 1999. But, anyways,
1: him or Chris, whatever it is yeah.
0: George Strait making music, Brooks and Dunn back. You know, it's just it's just a great
1: time. Reba to, and Dolly hosting. Um, yeah, the CMAs.
0: It's a it's a good little revival, and I'll, I'll get to that um, a little bit later. Uh, yeah, I just it's okay. just this a great it's just a great moment in country yeah. music right now.
1: I agree. Yeah, it reminded the resurgence like with, Riley Green and and Justin Moore, John Party, Cody Johnson, like all these like good country country you know people say we don't have anymore. Is there? What else you got for me?
0: So. We're gonna end this one, but stay tuned folks because we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna keep recording, but we're gonna end this as part one as far as that recap of the decade. We talked about the top songs, the albums, the highlights. then we're gonna come back so if you're listening to this when it's dropping, come back in a day or two but um we're gonna pick this up. I came up with a list of different just different things about the decade. I rank different artists, um, newcomers, mainstays, what I think is going to happen. So I have some lists. I'm going to have Emily react to them, and uh, it'll be fun. So if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button, give us a review, four or five stars, and uh, make sure you follow us, raisedonit.blog. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh,
1: we'll have have Aaron guess who my uh, top artist of the decade is in the next one
0: yes yes we'll do that so stay tuned and uh check back in a day or two for part two